0: There's undoubtedly strengths and weaknesses to any season of life, but many of us focus on the pros without noticing some of the greatest challenges that oftentimes hold us back from our greatest potential. Today, we are talking about the three gaps for singles and what you can do to walk through them. Well, hello, and welcome to the Sam McManus podcast, where we are helping you reframe singleness as a pursuit of what matters most. I'm honored to have you joining in today as we kick off the second season of this podcast. I am sure right off the bat, you're noticing a few changes, including a name change, a format change, and some other little things here and there. And I will say up front that I value your feedback and your thoughts as I seek to make this a more helpful and useful resource to you. So please let me know what you think and let me know if this show adds value you to you. It would mean a lot to me if you rate this podcast on Apple Podcast and leave a review. Rating a show is one of the most generous things you can do to those who create and produce content and it will greatly help in others discovering this resource as well. The goal here is to have new content to you on this podcast the first Monday of every month. Why Mondays? Well, I just really love Mondays and doing it this way will help me be more accountable to you so that you have new and relevant content to you once per month. I'm also really excited to tell you about my new book, The Prayerful Pursuit, 75 Prayers for the Unmarried Man. As single guys, many of us spend our time praying away our season of singleness, when in reality, singleness provides us a unique opportunity to pray for our present and our future. But what exactly should we be praying? Well, in my new book, I've written 75 creative, relevant, and useful prayers that you can begin praying right now. My hope is that this book helps you to reframe your single years or single season to begin to pursue what matters most through prayer. You can order the book today on my website at sammcmanus.com. So let's dive into today's content. So about a year ago, I was sitting in a train station in Manchester, England. I was waiting for a train that would take me to Liverpool. My train was arriving, and as the doors to the train opened up for the passengers to hop on, I immediately noticed a big gap that was between me and the edge of the train I was about to step onto. Now, because of how the tracks are laid out and the stations are designed in England, when a train pulls into the station and stops at the platform, there is almost always a sizable gap that forms between the train and platform edge. It could be anywhere from a foot to a foot and a half or or even more. And mind the gap is the phrase that is communicated all over the place. In the station, on the intercom, on the ground, and even the little signs inside the train, you see mind the gap everywhere. The gap is big and if you don't pay special attention to it you won't end up at the destination you were hoping to get to there's always a consequence on the other side of our ignorance towards a gap and when we fail to recognize the gap in front of us We don't inherit the full potential that is possible for ourselves. In the recent months in my life, I've begun to notice and struggle greatly with some of the same things that you probably face each day too. Things like doubts about my future, insecurities about some of my own struggles, and even the all too rampant sexual temptations as well. I remember some days where I was paralyzed with fear and it felt like I was absolutely losing a battle in a war that was breaking out right before me in my own mind. What I realized very recently, though, is that I was sitting right in the middle of a gap, a gap that occurs frequently to those in the single season. But my problem wasn't so much the gap itself, but it was rather how I was choosing to approach the gap. I would fight these thoughts by telling myself not to think about myself. Okay, Sam, for the next hour, I'm not gonna think about myself, my fears, or my future. Well, that lasted for about five minutes, and then I'm right back to where I started. Telling myself not to think about myself is like a friend telling you not to think about a purple elephant. When you're told not to think about something you're gonna think about the purple elephant and this is the trap that i think a lot of guys find themselves in more often than not most people have the intentions to focus on others rather themselves but somehow they are roped into the trap of trying to fix their own thoughts and their own actions over and over again leaving them consistently unhealthy and dissatisfied with themselves I was talking to a married friend recently where he was describing to me the self-sacrifice that is a key ingredient in a healthy marriage. He said that every day he was learning how to deny his own wants, his desires, and his cravings so that he may promote the well-being of his wife more. A healthy marriage requires a sacrifice to the self so that each person can be fulfilled and satisfied. Now, when you think about singleness and you think about marriage and you put them side by side, there are undoubtedly pros or strengths to each season. But at the same time, there are some challenges as well. Neither season should be idolized over one or the other. And in fact, I think both should be promoted and honored within the church. But no matter which season of life you are in, it's important to be aware of some of the common weaknesses and pitfalls that are easy to slide into. In singleness, there are several areas that you must be aware of as you seek to live in a more healthy, holy, and godly single season. What I have found is that there are three gaps that naturally form in a single guy's life. Many people are finding themselves frustrated and angry over their current season because they really aren't approaching the gaps to singleness well. I believe that when you begin to bridge these gaps and approach them correctly, that it is there when you begin to find the freedom that you have been looking for. So there are three areas that I like to call the gaps of singleness. The first gap is the gap of habitual servanthood. Built into the fabric of every human is the need to serve others. Your age, your background, marital status, and even religion really have no impact on negating the necessity to serve other people. It's required of everyone. For some reason, I think a lot of men forget this need to serve others and then are reminded of it once they are married. Because when you're married, you are attached to a continual opportunity to serve habitually through the self-sacrifice you show your wife. So a single man's obligation to serve can be less Clear and less defined as he doesn't have an immediate partner to serve. The other week, when all I could think about was myself and the frustrations inside of my head, and in turn, I was driving myself very miserable and becoming very content, I decided I needed to shift my approach. I decided I needed something to shift the focus off of myself because only thinking about myself was really not helping myself that afternoon i drove through mcdonald's i picked up 15 one dollar hamburgers and i took them and drove downtown to an area of my city to pass out the burgers i walked underneath some of the large bridges where many homeless people were living under some tents and i just decided to offer a burger to everyone i would ask their name and i would try to learn more about his or her story It really was a great time, and I I met several people. I met a lady named Lisa, another lady named Vanessa, then I met another guy whose name was Duck. But don't worry, that wasn't his real name, it was just his prison name. In an incredible opportunity like that, it was so great to spend some time with my neighbors in a town who have just a much different path of life and might just be a little bit less fortunate. I love getting to hear several of the stories, and I was grateful that even I had the chance to share my own faith and pray over these individuals as well. After an hour and 15 burgers, I left downtown and was already trying to think about when I could come back. See, one of the greatest gifts hidden within our singleness is that God does not allow singleness to make you more available to yourself. Instead, he gives to you singleness to make you more available to him and to others. This is easy to miss in our lives that one of the greatest things that you can be doing in your single season is habitually serving others. Singleness should make you more available to God and less available to yourself. God has built in natural benefits as byproducts of serving and when you begin to shift the focus from yourself to the needs of others around you, you'll catch yourself becoming more of a healthier person. It's the people who focus on the needs of others who struggle with the least amount of self-esteem. You must be intentional about how you seek out opportunities to serve. Single guys must actively and intentionally pursue ways to sacrifice their own resources, time, energy, and money in order to serve others the second gap of singleness is the gap of encouragement now i love to listen to sermons and hear what other pastors are preaching and how they are leading their flocks and with valentine's day a couple months ago you probably noticed a lot of churches were hosting marriage conferences maybe your church was even hosting one themselves Well, now, as I try to lead and live a more intentional and holy single life, I've naturally become very curious about marriage and what some of the biggest pain points are for many of the couples out there. I decided to join in on a marriage conference virtually this year, yes, a single guy watching a marriage conference, but I did it to learn and understand more about how I can proactively prepare for the season of life that I know is to come. What I learned is that the most crucial components to a healthy marriage is that Each spouse should seek to verbally encourage each other frequently. And more specifically, it's crucial for the woman to encourage her own husband. The necessity of encouragement is often overlooked and many times this is a man's own fault you see guys we walk around looking all cool and confident and tough but in reality a lot of us are just really insecure and in need of genuine encouragement from somebody else so it doesn't matter if you are in the marriage chapter of your life or the single season it is critical as men to be surrounded by other men who genuinely lift others up I think in our single season, it's easy to become very independent. But by doing this, we naturally lack the encouragement that our souls so desperately need. We need to be around other people who motivate and seek to raise the morales of others continuously. And on the flip side, you as a single guy should be constantly speaking words of life, encouragement, and affirmation into the other men that you have in your life. We need it and you need it. This is how men are designed. Men are in need to be consistently filled up with affirmation and validation no matter who they are. This means that guys who are single need the same amount of encouragement as the men who are married. Many marriages don't do the whole encouragement thing well, so we can't be looking to marriage to solve our problems and to be the solution to what we need in life. Start encouraging right now in your own circle. When men are pursued with words of encouragement, the rate of growth accelerates. The third gap of singleness is the gap of prayer. Now, we know prayer is an essential component in our walk towards holiness. Without prayer, we eliminate the conversation with God that we crave for internally. And without prayer... We rob ourselves of the supernatural works that God can do in our lives. Just think about all the things that we pray about. We pray that we may feel the love of God in new ways. We pray that we may experience joy in our conversations. We pray for God's peace throughout our daily tasks, And we pray these things because we know that God has the ability to answer them. And many times he does. The other day, I had noticed that I had been waiting for six weeks for the publisher of my new book to get back to me with the design of the book. There had been some complications, and I remained faithful in my own prayer, but one night before I went to bed, I decided to text and ask a good friend of mine to pray for a specific need in my life. A few hours later, when I had woken up, I received in my inbox exactly what I had been waiting for, for weeks. And I credit it straight back to God's grace in response to my friend's prayer. See, prayers are powerful and you need to be specific in your prayer requests and need to be faithful in your actions, trusting that God can and will provide unto you what you need. It is critical that men actively seek out other men and even women to pray for him in his day-to-day life. You need diligent men praying diligent prayers over you. No man is immune to the need of prayer and single men are in dire need of someone to be constantly lifting them up to the Lord. recognizing the gap is the first step in you changing your approach towards the gap. Maybe you are consumed with selfish thoughts in your head right now and you're finally noticing this as a source to your problems. Maybe you are noticing the lack of uplifting and encouragement you receive from others and how this is negatively affecting your life. You need to step back and notice where in your life you have gaps. I guarantee there are some key ingredients in your life right now that would make your life a whole lot better if they were included. You know, I really am not much of a cook and I always think it's funny how when I go to cook a recipe, I constantly take the liberty of adding my own or subtracting my own ingredients. And I always think that I know what will taste best. But when I go to sit down to eat, I get so upset with how bad it tastes. You see, we treat our single years just like this. We find ourselves sitting down complaining over the frustrations and pains that we have. But in reality, we haven't even used all the ingredients that have been made available to us. When I decide to use my own ingredients and change the recipe, it is ultimately pride that prohibits me from reaching the full potential. Pride is standing between you and actually going all in and following the recipe. And you cannot let pride get in the way of living in fulfillment and in contentment. You need to recognize this pride and use the ingredients that are called for and walk in faith, knowing that they are enough and that the person who created the recipe knows what's best for you. You need the ingredients of habitually serving, receiving encouragement, and being prayed over in your life. And maybe you don't feel like you have the right people in your life right now speaking words of encouragement over you. Or maybe you're realizing that there isn't someone praying for you today and you wish that there was somebody that could. Well, let me just encourage you and say that you always have a person who is ready to speak the greatest truths about you and someone that is consistently praying over you. Jesus is seated at a table ready to sit with you and communicate his deep love for you that he has. And that goes actually far beyond what anybody and any other human can have towards you. The Bible is filled with truths about who you are according to Jesus. And these are the most encouraging phrases that will bring comfort, peace, and encouragement to you. Scripture also tells us that Jesus is praying for us to our God, which means you are being prayed for right now by someone who cares infinitely for you. So when you step back and you think about it, these gaps are actually helping you get closer to a God and to deepen your own relationship with him. The beautiful thing is that it is through these gaps that we walk towards our own seat at the table of Jesus so that you may let him love you for who you are. So as you go forward and think about how you can be more intentional in your life to shift your approach towards these gaps, I want to spend a minute now and ask you three practical questions. These questions I hope will encourage you to change some of the ways you are going about your single life, and I would suggest that you write down your answers. The first question is this, what am I planning to do to bless others with my resources this week? Write down your answer. The next question is this, who are the loudest voices in my life right now? And are they encouraging me to be a better person? Your third question is simply this, who in my life will I ask to pray for me this week? I hope you found these questions to be helpful to you as you begin to build the bridge among the gaps in singleness. You know that these questions are ones that I'm asking myself constantly to ensure I am well-nourished and well-fed as a single guy. Thank you guys so much for joining me this month on the new edition of my podcast. And if you enjoyed the content today, I would encourage you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I would love to connect with you on Instagram at Sam T. McManus, or if you don't have Instagram, which I know many of you do not because you love Jesus a lot, then I would love to engage with you on my website at sammcmanus.com. Be sure to check out my new book, The Prayerful Pursuit, and begin changing your life today through the prayers that you pray. You can pick up a copy today at sammcmanus.com. Special thanks to my friend, Mark Gossage, and to my producer, Dylan Baker. I look forward to seeing you on the first Monday of next month as we continue to seek to reframe singleness as a pursuit of what matters most.